Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. So I hear that Sully, the other Sully in town, has been reassigned to a senior offensive assistant. I don't think he did a bad job when he was called upon this year. Of course, I would have looked good after Matt Canada, right? They could have hired you, City Limits, to design their offense, and it would have looked better than what they had. Couldn't have been worse. No. So, who's the quarterback's coach going to be? That's my next question. And they need an assistant quarterback's coach. Although, do you really need an assistant quarterback's coach? I didn't even know they had an assistant quarterback's coach, David Corley. Why do you need an assistant? There's only two or three guys well, I mean, that you're not, really dealing with. Why not have a staff like the Rams in San Francisco where there's a bunch of different good offensive minds in town? I guess I think sometimes it gets cumbersome. Too many, too many voices in the ear. Uh, but it sounds like uh, Artie Smith may be bringing in some of his own guys, right? That's what it sounds like to me. All right, limits. Uh, we've got a bunch of things to talk about here. We have the big boy coming in. Let's talk quarterbacks because a new name was thrown out this this week in the Steelers quarterback derby. And that is good old Jimmy G. Peter King dropped that one. He referenced Dulac's report about how the Steelers don't really want anybody who's like coming in as a starter. They don't want to sign anybody like that. To which Peter King wrote, come again? And then something to the effect of, you're really going to go to camp with Pickett and maybe Rudolph in this division? Well, yeah, it sounds like they might, although I'm not convinced they really want Mason Rudolph. I'm not convinced of that one bit. But I'm going to ask you about all these people that have been thrown out there. Limits. And you tell me whether you love it, like it, no reaction at all, or you hate it. The idea of this guy being the alternate, let's say, to Kenny Pickett. All right? Okay. Because as far as I'm concerned, everything's on the table. Everything should be on the table. I've seen too many stories around this town, including the drafting of Pickett himself, that got poo-pooed by a lot of a lot of people around here and wound up happening. Okay? So, like, I'm still not sure that the Aaron Rodgers to the Steelers thing was as big a joke as everybody wanted to make it out to be. We don't know the machinations within those offices up there, okay? We were told they weren't going to draft Kenny Pickett. 
but they did last I checked. So now who comes in as the alternate? Keeping in mind, I guess, the Dulac report that they don't want somebody who wants to come in, you know, as the starter. Somebody who wants to start. It just sounds funny saying that. But I guess that fits somebody like Ryan Tannehill, who knows he'd come in as the backup. So do you have your instructions, city limits? For Yes. In terms of love it, love it, like like it, it, or no reaction Mm -hmm. or hate it. Right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Mason Rudolph as the alternate quarterback. I like it. Why? You bring him back in, in a good situation that he's familiar with. I don't know if he'd necessarily want to come back, but we saw the success that he had down the stretch. If he doesn't throw that interception in the end zone, and again, if it was on Mason Rudolph against the Buffalo Bills, maybe they have a better chance in that game. I think your case is well stated, City Limits. I should have had a don't love it which I guess is no reaction. Listen, Rudolph proved me wrong merely by doing what he did. I didn't think he was capable of that. Am I convinced that he's a starting quarterback, a good one in the league, that he could be that? Not necessarily. There are worse options on this list, but I'm going to go with, eh. Instead of no reaction, let's do that. You want to practice that? Eh. A little better. Eh. There, There you go. There we go. That's that's it. One more time. Eh. That's that's good. That's a better one. Yeah, that was good. Love it, like it, eh, or hate it. That's what I'm going for with Rudolph. Eh. Peter King throws out Jimmy G this week, uh, assuming he is cut by the Raiders. I don't want Jimmy G here. He stinks. No, Did you I, see him I against the Steelers last week? He's not good. Or last year. Might as well have been last week. He probably did more in that game than he did in the actual one. No, I don't want any part of him. No, inconsistent quarterback that needs big weapons around him, and do the Steelers really have big weapons around him in this type of offense? Which we don't know what the Arthur Smith offense is necessarily going to be other than using the tight ends a lot, but no, I don't like it. There, That's not an option. I it's, hate it. Thank you. I hate it as well. Uh, no. Justin Fields with Dulac on the Rich Eisen Show. Do we have that little clip? Limits, I know you're having computer problems, and I don't mean to put you on the spot. I'm just curious. There's a couple in the system. A couple of what? Dulac clips from the chat with Rich Eisen. Oh, well, play one of them regarding Justin Fields. If you could. If it works. Rich, because they're committed to Kenny Pickett. Now, let me say this. Nothing, of course, is going to surprise me. And I say that because when Justin Fields was coming out, and at the time, I said this at the time, Mm -hmm. that if Justin Fields were on the board when the Steelers picked, which, of course, he wasn't and probably wasn't going to be. Right. I think the Steelers were picking 23rd, and he went, what, 8th or 6th or whatever he went. I said, if he were on the board and the Steelers had the opportunity they would take Justin Fields, I was told this by a coach, over any other player. And I said, and I mentioned uh, whoever else was in that class, and he said, I'm just telling you if Justin Fields is on the board, they're going to take him. And the point of that is that's how much they really like Justin Fields. So if all of a sudden they brought in Justin Fields, I wouldn't be shocked. I'd be a little mildly surprised. And I say that because they are committed to one more year with Kenny Pickett. 
And and that being said, I can't imagine Justin Fields wants to go to a situation where he is not the entrenched number one quarterback. Why would he want to do that? I don't even think he'd want to go somewhere where there would be a competition. All right, there's a lot there. There's a lot there. First of all, first of all, who's the coach that told Dulac that, and that's him from the Rich Eisen show, that they would have taken Justin Fields over any other player? Trevor Lawrence was on the board. (laughs) He was like regarded as a generational quarterback. He had a slightly disappointing season this year, but he also walked into a literal hell of a football team. And I don't mean that in a complimentary way. Like it was, it was as bad as it could possibly be with urban liar. And then he makes the playoffs and has a good year and he wins a game. And then last year it didn't happen for him, but going into that draft, they were going to take just, can you imagine if somehow the Steelers were gifted with the first pick that year for whatever reason, and they took Justin Fields and left Lawrence on the board? It would have been absolutely asinine and ridiculous. So I want to know who that coach was. I really do. Secondly, I've been a Justin Fields backer, okay? But. Justin Fields, the idea that why would he want to go anywhere where he's not the entrenched starter? After finishing ninth in the MVP vote a couple years ago, he didn't exactly flourish this season. I don't know that Justin Fields is calling the shots on that matter. I think he may have to go if if he's going to get traded. And by the way, what if the Bears were to keep him and draft Caleb Williams? Then he'd find himself in a competition, I can tell you that. But how many markets around the league does Justin Fields walk in unchallenged? Raiders, maybe? Where else city limits? New England. Maybe, although they have a high draft pick. Probably Denver. Maybe Denver. That's three, although it seems like... uh, it seems like he might not be Sean Payton's kind of quarterback, and it seems like they're wedded to Jared Stidham. Were you invited to that marriage, by the way? Not, not at all. Uh, where else? Where else? Atlanta? Maybe. Maybe. Now, that would be a good one. Yeah. Point being, it's not like there are 10 teams lining up for Justin Fields where he goes in completely unchallenged because of how great he's been. He's still unproven he's completely. What, he's what, 10 and 28 as a starter? I mean, so if the idea here is you're coming to Pittsburgh to compete with, with Kenny Pickett, I'm not sure he would think that's the worst thing in the world. If the, if the other choice was go to the Raiders and have your career ruined forever because you're with the Raiders or compete with Caleb Williams, like every, every situation is very, very different. And there are no guarantees for him, and he's in no position to be saying, yeah, I don't think I want to go there. Well, guess what, Justin? That might be the only place that wants you unchallenged. I'm talking like Raiders or something. And if he's in a competition with Caleb Williams, how much of a competition even is it? Basically none. Caleb Williams is going to be their guy. They pick him number one, no doubt about it. All right. We are playing a game of love it, like it, eh, or hate it with possible quarterbacks that have been mentioned, you know, legitimately. Kirk Cousins to the Steelers. 
Like it. Hate it. Way too much money for him, and he's coming off an Achilles injury. I think there are better options. Why do you like it? I'd be willing to spend the money because you have a known commodity in Cousins. Now, he's not a known commodity in prime time or the playoffs, which is a significant concern. Yeah, they don't worry about the playoffs around here as long as they're in it down the stretch. I'm willing to take a chance on him. What about the Achilles? I think he'll be back and be okay. He's not a mobile quarterback. We know that. He's a pocket guy. But at this point in time, when you're going to be dependent on the running game, why not bring in somebody like Cousins who's accurate, who can control a game, not a game manager, but has a lot of ability. This is one everybody is pointing to, and for good reason. For one thing, you bring in Ryan Tannehill, and Kenny Pickett is completely unthreatened. And I tend to think that that's what the Steelers want. I don't think they want Mason Rudolph back here creating a just a broiling quarterback controversy because they already know at least they bring in somebody else who can, com, you know, in quotes, compete with him. Guys in this locker room wouldn't already be inclined to be in that guy's corner, the new guy. There are already guys in Mason Rudolph's corner, and, and if uh, people are telling Dulac the right things here, there are already people in the offices who prefer Rudolph. You bring him back, you're, you're lighting a match to a can of gasoline for a quarterback controversy. You are. Now, that can be a good thing sometimes, bring out the best in both guys, whatever. But it's also something that, in my experience, teams teams don't really love to create that situation. But this guy, Tannehill, you bring him in, he's just a very nice man. He's no threat. He knows Arthur Smith's system. The problem is he's no good anymore either. I hate this idea. Hate it. You? All the reasons that you gave make me say, eh, because it is no threat. It's no competition. He knows he's the second in command. Yeah. Kenny Pickett has the freedom to be the guy. Now, that's probably what the Steelers want. That's not what we think is best, but that's what the Steelers internally think is going to be the best option this year. I think so, too. I, I, I almost expect that to happen. But if that doesn't happen, I would expect this guy. And I'm going to put a like next to this guy under the circumstances like if I had a team I was starting from scratch and wanted to win a Super Bowl Jacoby Brissett would not be my guy I just happen to think he's a good quarterback and a preferable alternative to the names that we mentioned and some we will will mention I thought he was pretty good for the Browns two years ago he absolutely riddled the Steelers 21 of 33 200 plus I think a couple touchdowns Great rating that night, and I thought he gave them chances to win most of the time. I'm going to go with a uh, good idea here. How about you? I'm in between good idea and eh. Yeah, that's not good enough. You have to choose one. Limits. Eh. Okay. Why? He can win you a couple games, but as a suitable alternative if Kenny Pickett gets hurt for an extended period of time. Yes. He's only a backup. Now, the, the thing about Mason Rudolph, who we all thought was only a backup— is he can step into a role and it was only four games, probably play better. I was just so surprised by by Rudolph and think he's better than Brissett. I think he, he would probably be the better guy. Brissett, eh, we'll see. I think I think Brissett is the better guy. 51 career touchdowns against 23 interceptions. He can run around almost 300 yards rushing a couple of years ago. Like I said, I thought he played pretty well for the Browns. He's He's a real pro. That's a nice thing to say about somebody, isn't it? 
He's a kind and limits. gentle man. I like him. I do. I've always have. I think he's a winner too, even though he usually doesn't win. Does that make any sense? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Sam Darnold seeing ghosts. I oh, hate it. I love it. You love it? I love Sam Darnold. This has gone Tell back me to more. the start of the Tell draft. Tell me more. I just remember him absolutely shredding Penn State in the Rose Bowl. Yeah, he ain't playing Penn State. The high upside that he has. There are some people out there that believe that if he was the starting quarterback for the 49ers, he'd do the exact same thing Brock Purdy would be doing. I don't know if that's the case. I think Darnold, realistically, I just like it. I don't necessarily love it too much, but I'm somebody who loved Sam Darnold out of the draft just because of his overall makeup and abilities and tools and all those other things you like to throw out there. So I'd like to see what it would be like with him in a Steeler uniform. It'd probably would just be average, but I'd like to see it. Interesting. I like your take, <clears throat> even though I disagree with it. He was 4-2 and two in Carolina a couple of years ago. Those first two years with the Jets, I mean, he had 36 touchdowns and 28 picks, but he did have 36 touchdowns. He had more touchdowns than picks. I'll give him that. 19-13 and 13 the second year. I just, uh, the seeing ghosts thing bothered me, and so has most of the rest of his career. He's playing know? for the Jets. When has a quarterback for the Jets ever succeeded? Mark Sanchez and then blips on the radar. I know, I know. He runs around a little bit too, but no, I... What did I say? Hate it. Yeah, You I hate, hate it. it. I do hate it. I was telling the truth there. Uh, why don't we finish this list next? Does that sound good, City Limits? Let's do it. There's one name on here that somebody threw out this week. If this happens, they might as well fold the franchise. I'll tell you who that is next. We got a lot to talk about here, and we got the big boy. He's going to park himself right over in Ron's chair come high noon. Fan Twitter brought to you by South Hills Kia, Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. Text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates Personal Injury Law Firm, where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. You're very critical in that. City Limits is compiling the best texts of the day for texts in the city to end the show. We saved it yesterday. Fort Myers had a great day. Uh, include your name. It's not a questionnaire for you or for me. It's a take. Give us a hot take with your name. If you would. Maybe your hometown if you like that too. Time right now is 11.22. Time to call Shenderovich, Shenderovich and Fishman. Why pay 40% when you can pay 25%? Call 888-98-TWINS. And the hotline presented by Sullivan Super Service, Pittsburgh's trusted plumbing and HVAC, uh, HVAC provider for over 50 years. Tell you what, Jean has been doing her thing for quite some time in Pittsburgh and doing it well. The agent you choose to sell your home can make a huge difference. Some people don't realize that. They'll just Google it up and, you know, ah, just let's get this over with. No, it makes a big difference. Ask Peggy. She just successfully sold her house in Castle Shannon with Gina G. and Petro. But things didn't go well before calling Gina. Peggy had worked with two agents before that. Her home was on the market for two and a half years, no buyers. Left her paying two mortgages. Never want to do that. Hard enough with one. Gina's marketing strategy made a huge difference. The GM Petro team always has buyers at the ready. It only took two days on the market for Gina to do what other agents couldn't do in those two and a half years. And now Peggy is telling everybody looking to buy or sell a home to give Gina a call. I have the number. But first, you can't lose. That's what you need to realize here. You agree on a price and a deadline. If the deadline passes and the home isn't sold, Gina will have it bought and turned into a rental. Call the only agent I would trust if I needed to sell my home in Pittsburgh. 
Gina Giampietro of Remax Select Realty. Call Gina, 724-602-9752. Google Giampietro of Remax Select Realty and look up GinaWillSellYourHome.com. That's GinaWillSellYourHome.com. I'm Austin Bexel with your fan headlines. The Steelers have promoted Mike Sullivan from quarterbacks coach, now a senior offensive assistant, and has been reassigned with the staff. Pitt basketball last, last, lost last night to Wake Forest. Panthers are now fifth behind Wake Forest, Virginia, Duke, and North Carolina in the ACC standings. 17-9 and nine overall, 8-7 and seven in the ACC. Pitt is back against Virginia Tech, 5.30 on Saturday. You can hear it right here on 93.7 The Fan beginning at 5 o'clock. And also hear the Jeff Capel Show here on The Fan tomorrow at 6. Headlines are powered by Bowser and Genesis of Monroeville. Now open for more, go to 93.7thefan.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We're caught in a trap. I can't walk out. Because I love you too much, baby. Why can't you see? Now that I think about it, this is the story of Kenny Pickett with the Steelers. I didn't plan it that way. I didn't even play this song. I requested it, City Limits. Suspicious Minds. You love this song, right? I do. It's great. I do respect, like, Elvis, old school music, even though I'm 22 years old. And probably people probably think that I have no idea who the heck he even is. Do you even shave yet? Yeah. How often? Probably every three or four days. Could you grow a mustache if you needed to? Yeah, I could. I kind of am right now. Yeah, it doesn't it's, look like it's it. It's going away later. Um, yeah, I went to Memphis. My sister used to live there, and we went to what's the famous studio there where Elvis sang and uh, Bob Dylan was in that studio. Johnny, everybody, it was Memphis for God's sakes. But Elvis, he's big there, real big, and and we had a great time in that city. Oh my God, I forget the names. At Beale Street, that place is lit, as the kids say. <laughs> It really is. I mean, it literally lit. You know, it's uh, it's just 
every place you walk in. It reminded me of Nashville. And you could just walk into a place randomly, and it's not just music playing. Any place you go, it's unbelievable music. What a city. They probably have stars everywhere as well, country music. Considering your name is City Limits, uh, you should go there, I think. Yeah, check it out. At some point. I'd like to see Nashville, too. It'd be pretty cool. The Steelers are caught in a trap, man. They, 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 they drafted Kenny Pickett, and when you make that kind of investment, that high of a pick, you, you feel inclined to find out once and for all what you have, and they haven't been able to do that yet. So when do you move on, and when do you make a big swing to replace him? Do you take a big swing? Do you start with Pickett and Rudolph? We're going through all these quarterback options, and when I say options, you know, legitimate people are mentioning. Peter King threw out Jimmy G. Everybody's talking about Justin Fields. Kirk Cousins, you got to talk about because he's the most prominent quarterback, you know, maybe available. Ryan Tannehill, everybody talking about him. Mason Rudolph, we started out with. And myself and City Limits are giving a love it, like it, eh, or hate it. Do you have a love it yet on the board that we've talked about? Other than Sam Darnold, hypothetically? Sam Darnold was your guy. Uh, did we talk about – what did we say about Justin Fields? We never got to Justin Fields. Oh, my God. The number one topic. Justin Fields. By the way, I have a trade proposal here. Uh, Field Yates from ESPN says that he would support this idea, and he thinks a second and a fourth round pick in different drafts would get it done. I love this, and I would do this. I think that I think that Justin Fields, simply put, has a better all-around talent base than Kenny Pickett, and he's already done more than Kenny Pickett. He has a propensity to turn the ball over. I understand that. He's played on bad teams, however, like really bad teams for the most part, and has also shown the ability to well, finished ninth in the MVP voting. I mean, I was going to get into details, but that kind of speaks for itself, right? That's not a bad year two years ago. It does, and you'd imagine Chicago in that second-round pick would probably be this year. So probably, probably what, fourth-round pick in the 25 draft? Yeah, second-round pick and a fourth-round pick I have no problem with. This is, a, this is a franchise that has no players left from 18 or 19, or one guy, I think, right? So, you know, it's not like they haven't squandered drafts before. Steelers, Bears, trades have gone over pretty well when they've been made. I would do this. I love it. I don't think they will. Where are you with this one? No, I think there's probably about a 25% chance that it happens. I don't even think that much. If you flip a coin, and if it lands on heads one set of four tries, that's probably the probability. Not going to happen. You love it, though? I love it, yeah. Yeah. Just bigger, higher upside. All right, Sam Darnold was our last one. You were gung-ho for that one. Uh, Marcus Mariota. I hate it. Just I as, hate just it. Just as a backup. He's he's a backup at this point. Didn't he walk off the job with Atlanta? Was like okay with Philadelphia when he had opportunities last year. He can't pass. He's done. He reminds me a little bit of Tebow. He's just so incredibly inaccurate. Like he's a little bit better of a Tim Tebow. No, I hate it. Gardner Minshew. As the starter? No, it's continuing the game as an alternative to Kenny Pickett. Do you love it, like it, eh, or hate it? Um, eh. We're not changing the goalposts here. I'm eh on Gardner Minshew. He did some good things with the Colts. Then why are you only an eh? 
I think he's kind of sporadic and wild as a passer. I worry some when he throws it down the field that he's going to turn the ball over consistently. He's not going to be Mitch Trubisky. He's not going to be that bad, but could flirt in the same category. Mm, I like this, and I'm close to love here. I like it. I think Gardner Minshew is a pretty good player. 59 touchdowns against 24 picks in his career. 59 to 24. That's a pretty good ratio, my friend. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I would. He got a little bit uh, interception-laden last year with nine picks, but he had 15 touchdowns, threw for 3,300 yards, and he was 7-6 and six for India. There's something about him, man. I, I like him. I do. One year, in his first two years in Jacksonville, he had 37 touchdowns and 11 picks. I think he's a good player. I think we saw that against the Steelers. There's something about him. One year he ran for 350 yards. Yeah, I like this. I like this better than Mason Rudolph coming back here. He made the Pro Bowl last year. Well, so did Tyler Huntley, and he's next on the list. How Ugh. do you feel about that? No, hate it. Mm, slightly between hate it and I think there's a little bit of something there that maybe hasn't been explored enough. But, yeah, no. No, it's close to hate it. Yeah. I wonder if he'd be able to translate to a different team compared to the scheme that he runs, which is so similar to Lamar Jackson in the way that he plays. Maybe. Drew Locke. No. Hate it. Hate it. Because he's not very good. No, he's not. Yeah. Wildly inaccurate. This one got thrown out there this week. Now I'm forgetting by who, but it was a headline for one day. Oh, Zach Gelb of CBS Sports. Joe Flacco. I like it. What? The way that he's played with Cleveland with a lot You've of talent around nuts. him. A good defense. We're talking about, we're, again, we're not moving the goalposts here as an alternative. Let's say Kenny Pickett gets hurt. Joe Flacco can still play. This is a one-year thing. This is not a long-term thing with Joe Flacco. He still shows that he's capable. I agree with you, actually. Uh, I just didn't think you'd say it. I, I like him better than Tannehill. I do, too. Yeah, it was a complete disaster of a playoff game. Other guys have had disastrous playoff games. Trevor Lawrence just had one last year, and he won the game in the end. He threw four picks. It happens. I thought I thought Flacco was pretty good. No, I don't like it. Don't get me wrong. You like this? I think it'd be a decent idea and suggestion for a one-year deal. I'm more eh, on this one. You know, I, I think I think Flacco can still throw the ball. There's no doubt about that. Look at some of the numbers that he put up. Like, everybody remembers the playoff game, and it did. It turned disastrous, but he was going throw for throw for a while, and then it just it turned on him. I get it. But, you know, this isn't, this isn't like watching Drew Brees in his final years or Peyton Manning where they go linguini arm and can't throw a ball. No, he won comeback player of the year for a reason. He had consecutive ga- – listen, just listen. And I realize he threw some picks, but, you know, someone should tell the Steelers without great risk – there is no great reward. Here were his, his games coming off the couch. Three touchdowns, 309 yards against the Jets. Three touchdowns, 368 yards against Houston. Two touchdowns, 374 against Chicago. Three touchdowns, 311 against Jacksonville in a win. Two touchdowns, 254 against the Rams. He almost threw for 300 yards and two or three touchdowns in every single game. He had 13 touchdowns in five games. I can live with the picks if I think I have a really good defense, and the Steelers always do, although they're not always right. 
then I can live with picks if you give me points. Picks for points. Points for picks. I'll make that trade. I'll take it. It's like what we were talking about with the Penguins who can't score anymore. Give me some goals. Give the other guys some. I'll make that trade. That's why I like it. Offense. We have not seen this team be able to consistently score. I don't think Joe, even though Joe Flacco won comeback player, I think people are ripping him too much for the playoff game and not actually looking at what he did. You don't throw for 368 in his, look, look at this, listen to this. In his first two games, he threw for almost 700 yards and six touchdowns. You just, that's not luck or fluke. You don't do that if you can't sling it still. Yeah, I like this. I'm with you. I get, I'm going from eh to like. Yeah, okay? even, even at 39. You convinced me. You're very persuasive, City Limits. I'm glad. I might add. Very persuasive, young man. And I agree with you on that one. Carson Wentz. <sighs> He's back in the NFL. I remember in that workout, he had like every color of every team that he ever played for. He was wearing like his, his Colts hat and his shorts from Philadelphia or whatnot. He stinks. Eh, yeah, eh, I don't like it. Wait, what was he doing? When he did that workout before he ended up signing, I think it was with the Rams, he yeah. wore like every piece of gear that he had from different teams. Man, I don't know of too many cases that I've seen where a guy went from looking as great as he looked and potentially would be to turning into Duck Hodges, like the bad Duck Hodges, overnight. That injury ended his career, which allowed Nick Foles to step in and win the Super Bowl. That was it. When he got hurt on that field, I think it was in L.A., and he tore his ACL, his career was over. What year was that? 2017. I know, but he did come back and go for 27-7. and He did come back and do that. That guy looks so good. He was third in the MVP in 2017. 33 touchdowns and seven. God bless me. Seven picks. He would have won it if he didn't get hurt. He was the odds-on favorite. And then 27-7 and seven ain't bad. And then, and then him and Peterson started to fray, and then he just fell apart. Wait a second. He had 27-7 and seven for Indy in 21? Yeah. It was a good year, and they still moved Did you know that, him. Limits? Yeah. No, you didn't. I didn't know it was that good, but yeah. I knew he had a good year. So, in other words, you didn't know that. They were a borderline playoff team, but they didn't feel like they wanted to stick around with them. 9-8. and eight. Holy horse milk. Since he left Philly, he's got 40 touchdowns and 17 picks. That's not that bad. No, it's really not. A little bit better than I thought it was. Thank you for that admission. Me Shit, too. No doubt. I thought Carson <laughs> Wentz kind of mailed it in. Not intentionally, but his play kind of did. What and am I looking at here? Yes, he had, he had 40 touchdowns since he left Philly. 27 plus 11 is 38 plus 2 is 40. 40 touchdowns and 17 picks. He led the league in interceptions in 2020 with 15. That was kind of the jumping off point for a lot of people. Yeah. 16 touchdowns, 15 picks. He's 31. You know, I'm not saying he's been good. Those numbers are misleading. I'm aware of that, but they're way better than I, I thought. I mean, if I would have told you, hey, when Carson Wentz leaves Philly in his next, how many starts does he have? In his next 25 starts, he's going to throw 40 touchdowns and 17 picks. I, I, I might have said, well, wow, that sounds good for him. I'd probably so he's going to have a little bit of a rebound. He's not winning many games, although he went 9-8 and eight with Indy. Doesn't everybody go 9-8 and eight with Indy? And then he played in Washington. I don't know. I'm up from hate it to eh, eh with Carson Wentz. Might be, a, eh. might be an interesting guy. 
Josh Dobbs. Eh. I like Dobbs, but he kind of got exposed in Minnesota after a couple games. We know what he is. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. A little softer one. I love Josh Dobbs. He used to guest star on anything but football with Al. Tremendous personality. Really sharp guy and tons of credit to him. Especially what he did in Minnesota where he just walked in from out of nowhere and started winning some games. And yeah, then it went south. And I I don't think he's a very good alternative. I I don't think he's a starter. But I wouldn't be surprised if he got brought in as the third guy if he doesn't have many options out there. I wouldn't be surprised one bit if Josh Dobbs was on this team this year. So of all those guys, who do you like the best? Sam Darnold? Well, you said Kirk Cousins. I'd probably say Kirk Cousins or Justin Fields. I'd probably go Fields. And I, I still don't like his accuracy at all. He's got a big arm, but it's not accurate. I know. And you worry about him in the pocket. I know, but his completion percentage is basically the same as Pickett's. Right. You know? And Pickett in 13 games through, what, six touchdowns, four picks? In the end, listen, <clears throat> God bless me. Adding up all of this, you take Pickett and and you you apply the rationale that the Steelers are applying. It does make some sense. I will acknowledge that. You, he's shown some things over his career. He is 14 and 10. He has come back late in games and won some games against good defenses. Is that fluky? Is it lucky? It might be. I mean, Tebow did that early in his career too. I always point that out. He had the record for like 20 games into a career, fourth quarter comebacks. But 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 he was the one, and Pickett is often the one, who helps put himself in the position to have to come back. That's A. And then, and then the other thing in his favor is he looked really good in his last full game, which was Cincinnati, as soon as Matt Canada left the building. So I can defend, to a certain degree, the rationale of, listen, we drafted this kid. It's not like he's shown nothing. We need to find out about him with a legitimate coordinator. I get that. I do get that rationale. It's kind of hard for me to compare Tebow with Pickett just because of the folk hero that Tebow became. But, yeah, you're right. It's the issue with Pickett of the coordinator, the scheme, the injuries, the ankle, the concussion, the issues with Mason Rudolph at the very end of the year. Was he going to be the starter? Was he not? There's so many circumstances where you kind of think the huge year – and they want to find well. They want to find out. They want to find out what they have. The problem, of course, is that if I was to lean one way or another through twenty-five starts, I'm leaning toward he's not the guy. I have to look at my alternatives if I have them, and a Justin Fields, a guy with that kind of talent, doesn't come along all that often, you know. So I might still strike there. Plus. If it doesn't work out with Pickett, you've squandered another year here of your your aging and battered defensive stars. Like, you know, at some point, the audition has to end. And the fact that the locker room is divided, according to a lot of reports in the last week and a half, over Pickett and Rudolph, who should be the guy, doesn't that tell you all you basically need to know? No, I still want to know more. But there's a lot happening there. It tells me I don't think they really, really want to bring back Rudolph. I don't think they they believe, even the people who believe he might be a better option, think that he's the guy for the future. Like, we want to build around Rudolph. So I think that they believe they might be inviting a a just an incendiary situation with a quarterback, built-in quarterback controversy. And I'm not so sure 
that they want that. But you know what? We're going to ask Mark Caballi, the big boy, about this. He's going to be sitting in Ron Cook's chair from noon to one. Maybe we can entice him to stay longer. You well, think we can? Probably. What a high honor. Kevin Gorman at one as well. Gorman the Owl making his uh, maybe first appearance in this show's history. I might have had him during Starkfest during the pandemic when I did the show from my basement. Might have had him back then. I'll have to check on that. Uh, 50-minute mark on the fan brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Jeep Dodge Route 19. Peters Township celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. I want to ask Kabali about the draft. I want to ask him about the quarterback. He's right behind you. Maybe. Here he is. He didn't even stop for pizza, which is a miracle. Huh? Free pizza. Uh, he says he's going back. That's where I'm going right now. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Check out special financing for qualified buyers on new Silverado 1500 trucks. I have 57 today with Scunny, Scunny, Scunny Skies, Scunny Size with Sunny Skies. I'm in, I'm in too much of a hurry for the pizza. Guess what, though? High of 48 tomorrow with an 80% chance of rain. I'm sorry, city, city limits. Kabali next. Pens lost in overtime 5-4 to the Islanders last night at PPG Paints Arena. The Penguins are back in action tomorrow. On a two-game losing streak against the Montreal Canadiens at 7 o'clock. Pitt lost 91-58 to Wake Forest. Panthers' five-game winning streak is now over. Pitt is tied for fifth in the ACC with NC State and Florida State. Wake Forest now 9-6 and six, is fourth in the conference. Headlines are powered by Bowser and Genesis of Monroeville. Now open for more. Go to 937thefan.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 